about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Elmwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Jr. ministers a word entitled The Kingdom of God. Stay tuned. Um, Matthew's chapter 6 and I want to thank God for on last week, amen, Evangelist um, preached a powerful message, amen. You must be born again, amen. 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 You must be born again, and and uh, the 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 word was good, amen. And we thank God. I want to to continue, amen. Uh, just just continue on that because Nicodemus asked a good question, you know, and uh, Jesus respond. You know, you must be born again of the water and of the spirit, you know. And he told him, he says, and I'm paraphrasing, he says, for those who are not born of the water of the spirit, they can't even see the kingdom of God. And then in another verse, he said, you can't even enter into the kingdom of God, you know. So this is what I'm going to talk about today is the kingdom of God. Amen. The kingdom of God. Amen. And we're going to come from Matthew's chapter six. I have probably about three to four scriptures that I want to give you. And I want to really uh, make it plain. And so that way we can understand about this because it's dear to my heart. And God's been doing some good things and saying, revealing some things to me that I want to share with you on today. So if you got your Bibles, Matthew's chapter six, and we're going to start at verse number nine. And this is a familiar scripture and everybody knows about how Jesus had to teach his disciples on how to pray. He had to teach them on how to pray. And verse number nine says that after this manner, therefore, pray ye our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Verse 10 is where I want to really just emphasize. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. He also said, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debt to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine or yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen verse number 10 says thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven thy kingdom thy kingdom thy kingdom now what i want to do is talk to you today about the kingdom because how can the kingdom come and the will be done in earth as it already is in heaven? How can it be done in earth as it is in heaven? So the first question that comes to my mind is, after I have been born again, after I have received Christ and Christ did something marvelous in me and 
his spirit now is with me. Then what is this kingdom that I have to know about? What is this kingdom that he preached about? You know, Jesus in his time of the three years that he was ministering on the earth, the main message he was preaching was the kingdom of God is at hand, his kingdom. He was talking about the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, he did such a wonderful job that he compared it to a lot. He gave a lot, a lot of analogies. He, was, he compared it to things so that way we could try to understand what is the kingdom. It is so important that we understand what the kingdom is because this is how you as a Christian would be successful. Uh, I, I believe, and, and the Lord been dealing with me on this, I believe that the reason why we have a lot of Christians or believers that is struggling or that is confused or that really have a hard time with a Christian journey is because of the fact we really don't understand the kingdom. We can't see it. We can't see it. Uh, uh, yes, you, you you gave your life to God. Yes, you 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 you, you get you know you got saved, and yes, you, you you even in some cases you got filled with the Holy Ghost, and which you have to have that in order to enter into the kingdom. The the problem is that that's just the beginning stage. A lot of people look at, oh, I got saved and that's it. So now I just need to, you know, do the best that I can, live my life as perfect as I can, which nobody can't do that, and try to wait till Jesus come. But that's not what he preached. That's not why he died. We got to understand why he died. He died that way his kingdom can be manifested on the earth. We see this happening in Genesis where Adam and Eve basically was in the kingdom and they give us a glimpse of what we should be like on the earth. As believers, as Christians, as people who love Jesus to Christ, as ones who have given their life over to Christ, it's so important that you understand that one kingdom means domain. Uh, I believe senior pastor in Bible study, we've been talking about the kingdom and he referenced a book, um, Dr. Miles Monroe, um, where he talks about the kingdom and territories. I was really kind of fascinated when I saw, I was looking at TV and then I was, uh, I saw about the queen and all of the how she became Queen Elizabeth and how she became queen and all that happens in her family. And I, I really got fascinated because in today's world, that's the only thing here in the United States that we can really compare and try to understand what a kingdom really is. Because in the United States, we don't have a kingdom, you know, but over there in England, they do have they still practice a kingdom. So it was fascinating how when you talk about a kingdom, it talks about domain. It talks about territory. It talks about authority. It talks about governing. When I looked up the word kingdom, it means it's like basilia, B-A-S-I-S-A-L, 
in the Greek, which means foot to foot, soul on soul, stepping territory. So basically that means whatever your foot is touching the ground, you possess that which you touch. So I said, hmm, that's really interesting. Because in Genesis, the Lord told Adam and Eve to do what? To subdue, to conquer, and to have authority and rule over the earth. So if that was the purpose of man, then that means he want his kingdom to be a replica of what he has already established in the heavens. So as Christians, and I'm teaching today, so I'm not going to, unless Lord bring me that way, I'm going to teach. So as Christians, we have to understand when we give our lives over to God, that's step number one. That's the, that's the minimum. That's, that's the very first step. We have to then go on to the next steps, which is understanding how to rule, how to have dominion, how to have authority, and how to subdue the area that we are stepping on, which is the earth. So how do we do this? He said here, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So the will of God has to be known to the Christian, to the believer. If you don't know the will of God, then you're not going to know how to operate in the kingdom. You won't know how to operate in the kingdom. Because in kingdom, there is nothing but structure, order, and governing. Right? So as a believer, I have to understand how to have structure, how, what, what it means to have governing, what it means to have authority, and what it means to, uh, uh, to govern my life. I got to understand principles. I got to understand precepts. I got to understand strategy. All of that is in the kingdom. We see that with the queen, you know, when, you know, when she was living, now it's like King Charles, right? Yeah. So now we see it with the king. But there's a certain order that they have in place and for, in order for that kingdom to be successful. And as believers, when you give your life over to Christ, that's something that is revealed to the believer. So when you experience salvation, that opens you up for your original intent of why you are here on this earth. The main reason a lot of Christians suffer and, 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 and struggle is because they really don't know why they're here on the earth. They don't have a clue about their purpose and their plan. Well, hopefully today I'm going to give you a, 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 a little portion of that one the first thing you got to understand as a as a believer and as a christian is first you what you are first born 
Like he told you, you got to be born of the water and of the spirit. So I am first spirit before I became flesh. I am first spirit before I became flesh. So that means that God knew me before I was birthed in this earth. That's what uh, I believe it's Jeremiah. He says, I for knew, I knew you when, you, you know, in your mother's womb. I knew the thoughts. I knew the plan I had for you. They are good. Y'all know that scripture. So basically in Jeremiah, that's where, that's, that's where you can find it. You will see that God was already talking to you, was already dealing with you, was already putting treasures and jewels and knowledge in you of what you, who you are and what you're supposed to do before you was even born. This is how you know you're special to God. I am, he was doing that when you was spirit man. So before you even came on the earth, God was dealing with your spirit man. He was dealing with the original you. Then he allowed you to be put into flesh. That's when you became born into the earth through your parents. That's why you got to understand it's something about you being born on the earth. It's a reason because he wouldn't allow you to be born on the earth if he didn't put something in you to get out of you while you on earth. I'm talking good. It's a reason why you that's and that's where we get purpose. So purpose comes when I understand the mission. I understand the assignment. As a believer, we get this through the word, the revelation. That's why he says that you first have to come to Jesus. That's why Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I, you first have to come. Nobody could come to the Father but by him. He's the, he's the gatekeeper. He's the, he's, the, he's the first way of being revealed of who you really are, which is your spirit man. He's the only one that can reveal that to you. And once that is revealed to you, then you will understand his kingdom. So he allows you to understand purpose before you was born. But then we got mixed in flesh. That's what we are when we get born. We wrapped up in flesh. Now that flesh, that gives us a different, we get exposed to a different kingdom. We get taught through the flesh, the kingdom of this world or the kingdom of darkness. We understand the kingdom of darkness because why? When we are born, we are born in sin, shaped in iniquity. So we have been taught the things of this world through our physical senses which allow us to then master or really believe or have faith in that kingdom more than the kingdom of God. Why? Because you can see that every day. You feel it. You touch it. Like right now, you can touch the chairs. You can touch your phone. You can touch, you know, the, I can touch this podium. 
I have a daily experience that will increase my faith in this kingdom world because I'm experiencing it on a daily basis. I have been experiencing it and I have been taught about it since I was birthed from my mother's womb. But we got to realize that we are from another kingdom that we have already been taught, but we have to have it brought to our remembrance. That's why we see Christ coming on the earth to die for our sins. So that way it will expose us to the kingdom that we originally is from. So when Christ died on the cross, he had, that's why the Bible says the veil was rent from the top to the bottom. Instead of being rent from, usually when you tell something, you know, especially if it's something real high, you, you, if you at the bottom and you, you trying to rip something, you rip it from that bottom and it, it'll rip up. But the Bible says the veil, which is a high veil, it was written from the top to the bottom because now it was basically symbolic, symbolic to us having access to God for ourselves. I don't need nobody else to go to God for myself. I could go to God for myself. And with that, when that veil was rent, then at that point, he introduced to us his domain, his territory. How he do things. How things are set up in governing. Principles. And see, this is something that fascinates me because when you understand that, you understand that now I see myself differently as a child of God when I understand I have another kingdom that I can be a part of. I can walk in that kingdom. When I walk in the kingdom, I'm walking in principles. When King uh, Charles and, 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 and I saw this, this is really good because I saw it. Everything that the England has with the king, he has access to it. Him and the family. They, the royal, they call them the royal family. They have access to everything that is composed of that kingdom. And the thing about it, you can't even go up to the what was it, Buckingham Palace. You can't even go up to Buckingham Palace and just storm up in there. And think you can get in. No, they have guards that's there that stay there at watch. And those guards are trained killers. But yet they are, they don't say a word. They don't move. They don't do nothing unless something happens to cause them to get into their, their fighting mode. And you see pictures and you see videos of people trying to make them laugh. People try to make them move. I don't know if y'all ever saw that before. But they, they just stand guard and they stand at attention because the order is I have divine order from the king. I have to watch and protect 
my domain that I'm assigned to. This is kingdom principles. So that God has to understand not only his assignment, but he also has to understand what he's capable of doing. This is where the believers as Christians, we have to understand that. We have to understand in order for God's kingdom to come, we have to understand what we bring to the table. One thing that happened that I read in the Bible says, forsake not the what? Assembling of the brethren together, right? That really kind of resonated with me. And when I thought about assembling, I thought about the Avengers. Y'all know I'm a Marvel, you know, guy. I'm, I like the comments, you know, I like that stuff. And one thing about the Avengers, it says, when they say Avengers, we need to what? That's right, assemble. The Avengers need to assemble. Now, it's, it's funny that the Bible used that terminology to the believers or to us because it's saying forsake not the what? Assembling of the brethren, meaning that if I understand the kingdom right, then I know that I have a part to play in the kingdom. And because I have a part to play in the kingdom, then I have to know, I have to bring my gift, my talent, my anointing to the fellow brotherings, which is the body of Christ. So that way when we assemble, that means put together. When you assemble something, that means you are what? You putting it together. They be coming together. So if I'm if if I have one part and I have to assemble something, one part got to connect to the other part, which got to connect to the other part to make the whole thing. And it becomes one part, right? That's how the body of Christ. So in his kingdom, that's how the kingdom works. I have to know that whatever God has in me is value to God. He put it in me before the foundation of the world. So it's my right and it's my, it's my uh, desire and it's my ability and my hope to find out what that is. So that way I could bring it and assemble with my other fellow brethren who's doing the same thing. And when you figure that out, then what happens when we come together that's how his glory and his kingdom is manifested. That's when you see power come into the building or come wherever you are. So when we assemble together, then his kingdom is manifested because now I am his kingdom is come. Everybody say come. When you understand the domain and the territory of how he operates, that means you as a believer have the, the right 
and the inheritance of everything that comes with his kingdom. Just like Prince Harry. Oh, I look at this. This is so good. Because Prince Harry, what, what did he do? He gave up, right? He gave up everything that was associated with him being a part of the kingdom. But guess what? He really didn't give it up because he still have privileges because he's still a part of a royal family. Because it's a principle. Even when you mess up as a child of God, you still have access and right to the kingdom because of the fact that you are part of a family. This makes plenty of sense when you start walking out your Christian journey. It makes plenty of sense because then I understand that in order for me, when I walk in things, I have to, I have to see myself different than how I used to see myself. I used to see myself a part of a world that I was trying to, to uh, learn about or trying to take over. But yet, once I gave myself to Christ and I'm born again, he introduced me to another kingdom or another domain or another territory where I am now, uh, uh, I am now able to understand how to walk, why I'm walking. Why are you a Christian? What's the purpose of you being born today versus being born 2000 years ago? Why am I supposed to be doing it? Now I understand the what and the why. I understand what I am. I am first spirit. And now I understand why I'm here. To, and the reason why I'm here is because I have a purpose. Well, what is that purpose? That purpose is to bring forth the word of God of you being a witness to the word of God of his kingdom within you. The, it, he, notice what he says here and, 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 and turn to Luke chapter 17. Because in order for the kingdom to come and his will to be done, I got to understand the will. How I get into the will. Luke chapter 17. And we're going to look at verse number 20. Luke 17 and 20. It says, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say low here or low there. For behold, the kingdom of God is where? So wait a minute. How is the kingdom of God in me and I'm not able to see it? I'm not able to enter into it if the kingdom of God is in me. 
The way that you have the kingdom of God manifest from you is when you start being obedient to understand that all that you need to do in this life as a believer is believe and obey Jesus Christ himself. If I understand, that's why Christ had to present, because you remember, Christ means the anointed one. The anointed one had to present the name, which is Jesus, in order for us to have the revelation of seeing his domain, seeing his territory, seeing how to walk in it. That's why if you understand that he says Christ came on the earth to give us the example of how we should think, how we should be, how we should operate, how we should walk, how we should feel. I should feel like how Christ felt, which is what? Love. I should understand what love is. If I understand what love is, then I can understand what his kingdom is. Because his kingdom is not meat and drink. It's not physical. But it's love, peace in the Holy Ghost. Love, peace, where? In the Holy Ghost. Well, uh, well if Christ is, is if, if I'm in Christ, I'm a what? New creature. All things are passed away. See, you got to understand when you are in Christ, the old things pass away. Because why? Because I got to understand the new in order for me to be successful in the new. So I got to allow my mind to be obedient to what Christ presents to me. That's why when he preached on the earth, he preached this kingdom because he was like, this domain, this territory, this, this, uh, this rule, this, this place that I have, this authority that I have, this authority, it belongs to you. And guess what? I put it in you before the foundation of the world. How do I know this? Because he said he was slain before the foundation of the world. He died before the foundation of the world. Christ died before the world was even formed. So if he, if he did that before the foundation of the world, then that means his kingdom was revealed. And when he died on the cross, he gave us access to that domain. Just like how he did Adam and Eve. When they had that domain, he gave it back to us. He did. And the problem that we have to understand is that when you give your life to Christ, then you open yourself up to that new territory, that new kingdom. That's why you don't have to suffer and have bad days and have crazy days and fight the devil and all of that stuff because all of that has been defeated on the cross. But when I understand that and see when they understood this, that's why they say behold, that means look, all things are new, meaning I have a new way of approaching my life. I have a new way of approaching this kingdom because now I am part of a royal family where my daddy, my father says I can have whatever I ask or whatever is in me to ask because I'm not going to ask anything outside of his will. Because now I understand about will. 
God. The will is the testament that I receive. Uh, how can I make this play? Right now, uh, if you had a rich relative and they willed you an inheritance, you cannot take part of that inheritance, even though it belongs to you, until that attorney read the will. And when they read the will, then you know what you have possession of. Christ's kingdom, he gave us his will. He says, the kingdom is in you. It's already in you. So I, I, I don't care how much scripture you don't know. The kingdom is already in you. Oh, how, how, how can I prove that? Because the kingdom, that's the thing that's trying to provoke you to do what he, what God wants out of you. To, to be a part so you can bring that part of your, yourself to his kingdom, his domain. Uh, how, how can I make this simple? Um. The, the, the thing that I think of, I have four kids. I have four children. All of them come from the same mama and daddy. All of them stayed in the same house. They ate the same food. Right? But all four of them are different. They bring, they, they are individually their unique self. Where one is outgoing, the other is kind of conservative. Where one is loud, the other is soft. Where one can be like, like to joke and stuff, the other one is very serious. They bring different characteristics, but they come from the same house. Why is that? Because before they came out of my wife, God had already put something in them that's going to make them be what he wants them to be. So they have to learn that part in them to become that thing that God originally wanted them to be. So when they come into the earth, they might be from the same house. They might eat the same food, but they have a different spirit about themselves. They individual. And those, those, those thoughts, those ideas, it lines up to what God has in his kingdom for them to do. That's why they have to then understand how do I perfect or how do I master or how do I bring out what is in me that's stirring up that's the kingdom so when the kingdom is stirring you up inside it's basically stirring you up so that way you can be obedient to what has already been placed in you and when 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 this when when you do that then you become what the bible says treasures in earthen vessels Let's read that, 2 Corinthians. 
are, are y'all understanding this? Is this getting, am I making it plain? Second Corinthians chapter four. Because once I understand that I am part of a domain, I am part of a territory, I do have authority, I do understand governing, I understand that I am not just by chance birth here, I have a reason for being here. I have, you have a reason for being here. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse number seven. It says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are to carry the kingdom of God. Once we understand what it is, we are to carry that and manifest it in our everyday life. That's why when you go to your job, you're supposed to represent because now you are an ambassador of a royal family. You come in that, 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 the entourage. So wherever your foot touch, you know, as your father, which is the king, I can possess or I can influence whatever atmosphere that I am in because his kingdom is more powerful than any other kingdom. So that kingdom that he has demonstrated to us by making the heavens, by you seeing the star, that kingdom has to come and its will has to be done and manifested in the earth. How, how does it be manifested? In us, the, the earthling vessels, we are the vessels that's here in the earth that's in some in another scripture uh, i mean another version i think it's like the in new living translated version it says we are like jars uh, of clay like we the treasure is like in a jar we are the jars we are the vessels that carries the the power of the kingdom so that way we can manifest the glory in the earth that's how powerful you are as a child of God. And if you don't see yourself like that, you're missing the whole kit and caboodle. Because then you forever will, will shortchange yourself as a believer because you can't even believe, you can't even see yourself like that. That's why he said you can't even see it. So when it's like that, what that means? I have to be born again. I have to be born again, meaning I have to be born anew. I have to I have to renew myself so that way I can see myself how God sees me. And if you can't see yourself like that, then you forfeiting. That's just like Prince Harry. You're doing a Prince Harry. You giving up your access to all that the kingdom has. further. Alright, my last question, then I'm going to stop. When you understand the kingdom, let's go to Psalms 91. Prophetess 
had brought this out yesterday in prayer. And when she started talking about it, it fascinated me because I knew God was dealing with me about this kingdom. And I said, God, why, why is it that we're not walking in your domain, in your authority? He says, because you're not seeing it like how I want you to see it. You don't believe it like I want you to believe it. He said, because if you understand what I did on the cross and how my name is above every name and how you, you, you pretty much gave yourself over to me, I am here to take care of you. I, am, I already gave you the dominion. I already gave you the power. He says, once you start understanding scriptures, the word, the word will teach you how to walk in his kingdom. The problem that we have to do is obey what the word says. We have to believe it and then obey it. You, don't, you can't just believe it and not obey it. It's not going to work. So if I obey what I believe, then I have access to everything that he says I have. So if I'm looking at this kingdom, right, if the kingdom, if I'm supposed to live in this kingdom, this domain, this territory with authority, with governing power, with uh, 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 dominion, then now I understand, especially if I understand the power that's in his name. That's why he says, let this mind, which was in Christ Jesus, be what? In you. If the kingdom of God is in me, then I have to have the mind of Christ that's in me. Let that be in me, which was in him. Well, if I understand that, then Psalms 91 would make plenty of sense to me. Because it says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. Well, what is the secret place? The Bible says, good God Almighty, I feel good. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And they that run into it is what? They save. Meaning that if I understand the power that comes with his name. And I have that on my life. And I believe that. I obey that. Now I'm demonstrating it by my faith in his name. So whatever I say, whatever I do, I do it in the name of the Lord. That's why he says, whatever you do in James, he says, whatever you do indeed, do it as unto the name of the Lord. He says, whatever you do, do it in the name of the Lord, because the name of the Lord is the strong tower. So he that what dwelleth, dwelleth means to abide. See, you, you, you have to learn how to abide in Jesus. He that dwelleth, meaning continually, not in and out, but he that dwelleth in the secret place. Well, what's the secret place? His name. Of the most high shall abide under. So to be under means I'm under something. I'm under what? The shadow. Well, how can I be under the shadow? Because when you are abiding in the name of the Lord, the Bible tells me not only is the name of the Lord a strong tower, but when that name is revealed, glory comes with that name. 
manifestations of glory comes. Things happen when Jesus is exalted. I'm, t I'm, I'm, I'm teaching good. Things happen when Jesus is exalted. When Jesus is exalted, that's how his glory fills the house. That's how his glory changes your life. That's how power you feel naturally. You will feel a spiritual power through the glory when he is exalted. Now, by me exalting his name, I am under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm under his covering. That's what it means to be under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm under the covering. When I think like that, that's kingdom thought now. Because now I understand no devil in hell can, can mess with my mind. No devil in hell can have me doubt myself because I'm under the shadow of the Almighty. You can't play with my mind, devil, when I'm in his kingdom. Because his king, the devil kingdom is not powerful than God's kingdom. So how can the devil overtake God's kingdom when he already defeated the devil, death, hell, and the grave on the cross? He already did that. He says, I got the keys. You remember that? He took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He took the keys from the devil so the devil don't have no power over God. But who did he give the keys to? He gave it to us. So that way we have access to unlock the kingdom door. That way we can walk in it and we can dwell. Meaning abide. Dwell under the shadow of the most high of the almighty. I would say of the Lord, he is my what? My refuge and my fortress. I would say of the who? Lord. Who is the Lord? Because everybody got a Lord. But the Lord is not everybody God. That's a deep statement. Everybody has a Lord. But not the Lord is not everybody's God. So you got to be specific in understanding who he's talking about. He says the Lord. Who is the Lord? Who is your Lord? It should be Jesus. Jesus is Lord. It says and and, and I would say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my what? Fortress, my God. In him will I trust. In who? I am. I am that. I would trust that. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snares of the fowlers and from the noiseless pestilence. He shall cover thee with thy feathers. And under his wings shall thy trust his what? Truth. What is truth? His word. See, we're talking kingdom talk here. When I'm walking in his kingdom, I'm walking in truth. I'm walking through his word. His word helps me understand his kingdom. His domain. I Just like the Prince Harry and uh, Queen Elizabeth, they had to be taught the right protocol the right things to do how to stand how to wave how they had to be taught that from a little baby they had to be taught the ways of that kingdom that monarchy they had to be taught how to represent their family name 
They had to be taught how to carry themselves. That's the same thing with the believers. We have to be taught how to be in the word of God, which will show us how to operate, how to dwell, how to abide in the kingdom of God, in his domain. Ooh, this is good. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terrors by night, nor the arrows that fly by day. Why? Because I'm in the kingdom. I, when I'm in the kingdom of God, that's just like the, the, the going back to England. That family is not scared of somebody coming up on them and, and breaking into their house. They got protection all over and they know that. And they operate as such. That's how we got to be as children of God. Why are you so scared of the devil when you overcame the devil when you gave your life to Christ? That means we haven't, we, 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 don't, we don't fully believe. We still have to grow in that area. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still growing in the area. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I got it all together and I, I'm walking. No, no, no. I still have to understand how to abide in his kingdom, his territory, his domain. I still have to renew my mind to that. Because guess what happens when I do it? It says, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thy eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because I, at that point, I know I don't have to fight my own battle. I'm in the kingdom. When you are in the kingdom, you don't have to fight your own battle. The battle is not yours. See, we could, we could quote all these scriptures, but guess what? If you're quoting all these scriptures, these scriptures that you are quoting that a lot of people know by heart, it only applies to the believer that's in the kingdom because it's a principle. It's a principle. So if that principle is telling me that I don't care how many fiery darts come my way, it will not touch me, that's a principle. And I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about what kind of scheme or kind of attacks that the devil has against me or my family because I know that we are covered under the blood because I'm a kingdom citizen. That's how you got to be. You have to walk in that as a kingdom citizen. It says because verse 9, thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy what? Inhabitation. <laughs> I'm going to stop there because we got to know how to dwell. You have to know how to dwell as a kingdom citizen. If that kingdom is in me, then that means I need to bring out with this word. How do I bring it out? Obeying the word. Being obedient to the word. The word will bring out what the scripture says. If I have if I have problems or struggles believing it, then I need to get myself back. I need to renew my mind. Because nobody in this Bible <laughs> I'm going to leave on this note. How is it that 
people would talk about you. Well, in the, I, I use it to the Bible. How is it that the ones in the Bible, they got talked about, right? They got beat up. They got lied on. They even got killed. Not because of what they did, but because of what they believed. It was so powerful that they believed in Christ to the point when they did get beat, they rejoiced. Because then they knew at that point, I'm part of something different. Something that I'm free. It's something as a Christian to be free and know that you are free. Whom the Son set free. He's free indeed. Free from what? Free from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. I'm free to move in the things of God. That's why he says, in my father's house is many mansions. If it was not so, I would not tell you. What he's saying, in my father's house is many dwelling places. Many places you could go in God. Many, many facets of God. If it was not so, I would not. I go to prepare a place for where I am, there you may be also. I, I, I got to let this go because that means there's many sides of God that you haven't even tapped into you haven't even seen eyes haven't seen ears haven't heard neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has for us but we got to elevate our thinking we, we, we put limits on God and God says you're part of a kingdom that's limitless, but you're trying to approach it with limits. And it's not going to work. Stand to your feet. Hopefully, this resonates. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in the heavens. You're part of a kingdom. You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.